0: Will you lift your two hands with me wherever you are joining this service today? Will you appreciate the presence of God all around you in that place? Will you go ahead and just bless him and just bless him today? Father, we thank you. We appreciate your presence. We appreciate your presence in our lives. We appreciate your presence in our heart. We appreciate your presence in our homes. And we just worship you and we appreciate you. Wherever people are joining this service uh, today, at home, on the road, in the office, wherever anyone may be, at any of our gatherings, we ask, Father, let your presence pervade and permeate the atmosphere around us. Or uh, let the word of God flow freely. And let revelation knowledge not be hindered by any satanic or demonic force. We thank you because the entrance of your word brings light and understanding to the simple. We thank you uh, for the entrance of your word into our heart today. Where the word of the King is, there is power. So we ask that you charge us with your power afresh in the name of Jesus. Heal our heart, heal our bodies, heal our souls. Let nothing around us remain the same. Let someone make progress with this world. Give us grace to act on every world that we interact with, with today. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' precious name. And everyone says a believing amen praise god praise god praise god so good to be with you uh today i wanted to know that uh, as we round off our fasting and prayers today uh we we are going to be praying together and it's going to be a powerful powerful time in god's presence Uh, so i wanted to uh, put distractions away from you and get ready to be blessed by the word of god Uh, and um, if you're set please join me as as we hit Uh, deep into the Word of God today, and I know that this will touch you and transform your life in the precious name of Jesus. Today, we're going to continue uh, uh, the two-part series that we started last Sunday, uh, which is four questions on making great decisions. Four questions, uh, which is about making great decisions. I want to start out today by letting somebody understand that God has a great plan for your life notwithstanding where you are right now, notwithstanding what is happening in your life right now, I need you to understand that God has a great plan for your life. And much more than having a great great plan for your life, God wants you to be able to take great decisions that will actualize his own plan. One of the scriptures I love uh, a lot in in the Bible is uh, Isaiah 48 and verse 17. God declaring, uh, just introducing himself, Isaiah 48 and verse 17, it says, Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, the only one of Israel. It says, I am the Lord your God who teaches you to profit, who leads you by the way you should go. I am the Lord your God who teaches you to profit, who leads you by the way you should go. So it's very instructive that God says, I lead you. I I want you to go in the right direction. I wanted to take the right decisions. I wanted to, you know, I wanted to have a great life. You know, David, uh, the psalmist, had that ex- experience and it was en- encapsulated in, in, in uh, uh, Psalm 23, where he shared the revelation of God that he has. He said, The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Uh, uh, and he said, it makes me to lie down in great pastures. He leads me, look at that, It leads me beside the still waters. That means God causes me to make the right decisions to be at the right place. He says he restores my soul, uh, verse 3 there of Psalm 23. It leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake because of his name that i carry because of his brand that that is on me he says he wants to lead me he leads me he leads me yeah in the path of righteousness so god is so delighted in uh, you know at leading us to the right place at the right time causing us to take the right decisions but today we realize that many believers struggle with being able to make the right decisions in the affairs of their lives and when we start to make the wrong decisions. Obviously, we 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 step aside from the ministry of the Great Shepherd, the one who wants to uh, you know lead us in the way that we ought to go. Then we we we, we start to go on our own, and that's why uh, this message of today is very important. We started out last Sunday uh, talking about the four questions that can help you to frame your mind to be able to take. The right decisions. Uh, as a church, we have been fasting for for you know for 21 days now. Today being the last day of our 21 day fast, one of the things, the benefits that come from seeking God, you know, benefit that comes from seeking God is divine direction, and the ability to make the right decisions, so that our decisions lines up with God's will for our lives, and then we make serious progress in life, in line with God's way for us. So as we go into this year, the remaining part of 2021, I need you to understand that God wants to lead you. He wants to make the right decisions. He wants to make the the right decisions. That's what He wants for you. So, uh, uh, as a way of recap, last, last week we talked about five important things to know about decisions. One, is that you are not the only one imparted by your decisions. Two, your decisions determine the direction and the quality of your life. Three, your response to other people's decision is your decision. And number four, to make better decisions, you have to make, uh, sorry, you have to manage your emotions. To make better decisions, you have to manage your emotions. And I hope you didn't forget the last one. The last one, number five, uh, is good questions lead. To good decisions. Good questions lead to good decisions. You know, the Bible says "Counsel in the heart of a man is like deep waters and a man of understanding will bring it out. And we said that a good question is a tool to bring out the right counsel, the right understanding, the right knowledge when we ask the right questions. When we're asked the right questions, I want to encourage you to get on our platforms, our YouTube you know, platform and every other social media platform. You, you should be able to watch that message over and again and uh, 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 you know, get on our website to see how you can get the mp3 of this message, uh, that, that last week's message also. And listen again and again and again. Glory be to God. Uh, and then we talk about the four questions that you should ask if you want to make great decisions. If you want to make great decisions. So we started out with the integrity question. The integrity question says, am I being honest with myself? And I dealt with that, you know, extensively last week. Uh, uh, The integrity question. I'm going to move on with the last three questions today. And after which, uh, 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 you know, we're going going to uh, uh, share the communion, pray together, and end uh, our 21-day fast, trusting God that the God who says, "I want to lead you this year, 2021," He will bless you uh, with grace for discernment, grace for counsel to be able to make the right decisions. So let's 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 start out with the the, the last three questions that will help you to frame the four important you know uh, uh, questions uh, that you should ask when you're making, you're about to, I mean, when you want to make great decisions. Like I said, one is the integrity question. Am I being honest with myself? Second one is the love question. The love question. Will this hurt anyone? Will this hurt anyone? The love question says, will this hurt anyone? I need you to understand this. The world, in our world today, what is most predominant is people saying things like, I have the right to eat anything anything that i want i have the right to eat anything that i want i have the right to go anywhere that i want uh, i have the right to be with a- anyone i have the right to look the way i want that's physical appearance i have the right to spend my money the way i want i have the right to say anything <laughs> the way i like it and the list is endless the issue of it's my right to do anything is so pervasive in our world today and it's a good thing that everyone has a right to do whatever we want. But sometimes uh, in the pursuit of our right, we tend to infringe on other people's right without asking the question, will this hurt someone? Because as Christians, a major value A major Christ-centered value that every fully devoted follower of Jesus Christ must imbibe is that which we call love, 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 love. 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 8, when you read from verse 1 to 2 in the New King James Version, by the way, I'm going to be reading quite a a number of scriptures today, so I need you to follow me very carefully. 1 Corinthians 8, when you read verse 1 to 2 in New King James Version, it says, now concerning uh, things offered to idols, we know that we all have knowledge. It says, knowledge puffs up, but love edifies. Knowledge puffs up, but love edifies. Love edifies. And he said, if anyone thinks that he knows anything, he knows nothing yet as he ought to know. Verse two of 1 Corinthians chapter 8 there. You know, the scripture is saying here, uh, uh, Paul writing here in 1 Corinthians chapter 8, and it was more about people who don't care about other people. You know, if you don't care about how your spouse thinks about something, you will make decisions, and you don't care whether it hurts them or it doesn't, whether it hurts your, your, your co-worker at in the office or not. Whether, you know, this loud noise coming out from your house is hurting your neighbor or not. If you want to make great decisions, you need to understand that God wants you to be a person uh, of love, a love being. And that should guide the decisions that you make. First Corinthians 8 and verse 13, in New Living Translation, it says, If what I eat cause another believer to sin, I will never eat meat again as long as I live, for I don't want to cause another believer to stumble. This was Paul writing. And in New Living Translation, he put this you know, in, in such a direct form. He says, if what I eat will cause another believer to stumble, he said, I, I probably would n- not eat it again. I know I have the right to eat it. The Bible says, all things are lawful, but not all things are expedient. If you want to make great decisions or take great, uh, great steps and make great decisions that will lead into to a greater life that god has promised us in 2021 then you must be that kind of person who is willing to check out your decision against the question of love the love question will this hurt somebody else yeah if i if i say this thing that i want to say yeah will, will it scatter something will it, will it hurt somebody will it I mean, will it distress somebody emotionally? Will it distress somebody's self-esteem? Is there a better way that I can say it? Because the Bible says a soft answer turns away wrath. Yeah, is there a better way that I can say it? And, you know, as as you start to process like this, what happens is that you just start to see uh, that you're demonstrating what the world calls, you know, emotional intelligence. And then that leads to more glorious or better, you know, better decisions, better decisions that will gain you influence with people. The world asks all those, I mean, say all those things without thinking about other people's opinion. I can go anywhere I like. I can look anywhere, uh, uh, anyhow that I want to look. I can say anything. But the word of God says, everyone has a right to be happy, but it must never be at the detriment of your neighbor. Yeah, that's what we see there in First Corinthians eight. It should not, not be at the detriment of your neighbor. You have your the right to your happiness, but not at the detriment of your neighbor. Your rights are not mutually exclusive from that of your neighbor. Yeah, I can say that, you know. Again, I said your right is not mutually exclusive from that of your neighbor. So. Please remember this, that your conscience sends signals when you are sinning and walking out of love. Anytime you do something that seems to hurt someone, your conscience should send you a signal so that you can make a better decision. When your conscience is no longer pricked or your, 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 or your conscience no longer pricks you, it's either your conscience is dying or is dead. <laughs> Because some people just do stuff, make decisions that hurt other people, and they behave like there's nothing to it. Yeah, you say something that breaks the heart of your spouse, and then you just look away. You say something very nasty to a friend, and you just look away, and you behave that as if it's nothing. As if it's nothing. First Corinthians chapter 10, when you read from verse 27, First Corinthians 10 and 27. He says, if anyone of uh, any of those who do not believe invites you to dinner and you desire to go, he said, eat whatever is set before you, asking no question for conscience sake. But if anyone says to you, this was offered to idols, he said, do not eat it for the sake of the one who told you. And for, the, for, the, for conscience sake, he said, for the health is the Lord and his fullness. Conscience, I say, not your own, but that of the other. For why is my liberty judged by another man's conscience? But if I partake with thanks, why am I evil spoken of? For, for the food over which I give thanks. This is, Paul was just laying out legitimate reasons. He said, therefore, whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do, Do all to the glory of God. Give no offense either to the Jews or or the Greek or to the church of God, just as I also please all men in all things, not seeking my own profit, but the profit of many that they may be saved. The main thing about our life is that we want to be the one that will bring the fragrance of God's glory to other people. And when we refuse to answer the love question, and take decisions anyhow, we tend to erode our capacity to be a blessing to other people. We erode our capacity to be a blessing to other people. Can somebody say after me today, say my decisions in 2021 shall be guided by the rule of love. Say I'm a love being after the order of Christ. So my decisions will factor in uh, people's well-being. It will factor in uh, people's joy and people's happiness. It will factor in how it affects other people. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Say better amen, somebody. Uh, the, the, The third question is the priority question. The priority question. And it says, how important is this in matters of destiny? Whenever you want to take a decision, ask yourself the priority question. How important is this in matters of destiny? Last week we read uh, from uh, the, the, the story in Genesis, uh, the book of Genesis 25, about you know, um, Esau, and, and, and Esau and Jacob, and the conversation that ensued when Esau said, uh, give me the, 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 the red stew. And Jacob said, you can have it, but only on, 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 on you know, one ground, if you will give me your birthright, if you will sell to me your birthright. Let's, as, let's agree that this is an exchange. I'm taking over your birthright, and then you will get this food to eat. <laughs> and uh, 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 Esau went ahead and, and pledged his birthright Straight to Jacob. And when you look at that, uh, uh, Genesis 25, reading from verse 27 down to 34, Esau refused to ask the priority question. How important is this in matters of destiny? What's more important? The red stew or the bat right? What is more important? Somebody needs to ask the question a lot of the time. My integrity or my, my, my image or the, my legacy or money. What is more important? Fun or how people perceive me? Because I can show up in a place and misbehave and do all kinds of things. I have the right to do anything. But what, what, does it, what, what when the picture gets on social media, what will people say about me? Will my employers be happy with it? With, with my stake, the stakeholders in my business, will they be happy that I'm doing these kind of things? Will my parents be happy? Will my family members be happy? It's important that you always weigh and answer the priority question, how important is this in matter of destiny? What is more important, red you or bat right? Investing in your marriage Versus watching or playing football or soccer with your friends. Because somebody's listening to me today. Maybe you're married and your spouse has been complaining. You don't have time for me. We don't do anything together. You say, well, I, I can't help it. I just have to be, I'm a man about town. I just have to hang out, you know, hang out with my friends. I need to watch football, you know, uh, premiership and all that. English premiership, uh, you know, that's the most common for, for, for guys around. I want uh, My club is playing today and all that. Yeah. Your club may be playing, but your marriage may be going down the drain. What is most important? Red stew or bat right? There's something that gratifies on the immediate. There's another thing that creates a future that you desire. If you desire a great relationship, a great marriage, a great career, uh, you need to always ask yourself uh, the question of priority. In the scale, You know, of measurement, of importance. How important is this compared to the issue of destiny or legacy? And it's going to guide you to make better decisions. To make better decisions. Some things will give you fun. Will give you temporary relief. Like Esau was saying, I'm famished, I'm weary, I need something to eat. And they presented his birthright. And the Bible says he despised his birthright. He despised his birthright. Are you despising your birthright on a daily basis? Are you, you know, sacrificing issues and matters of legacy and destiny for matters of temporary enjoyment? You know, one of the most foolish questions that somebody can ask when you're taking a decision in this kind of situation is to ask, is it going to be fun? Am I going to enjoy it? Of course, Esau was going to enjoy the food. But what about his destiny? Yeah, what about his destiny? As a young person inviting you to a very, you know, bad party, wild party. And you're asking, am I going to enjoy it? No, that's not the question you should ask. The question you should ask is, uh, with with the vision that God has given me for my life, should I be found in that kind of of, of a place? If something went wrong there, somebody dies or somebody, you know, was abused or something there, should I be named among the people that should be in that kind of a space? Knowing uh, the kind of plans that God has for me in my life. So what do you do when you are completely out of alignment? Yeah. What, what, what do you do? Like the prodigal son, there's always a place for Repentance. It's always a place for repentance because somebody may be uh, asking the question now, PG, uh, you are talking about this priority question, priority question. Uh, I've made very silly decisions. And I am I, 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 just trusting God. I, I want God to help me out of it. What do you do when when you are completely, uh, uh, when you're completely out of alignment? What I'll say to you is come out of regrets to embrace the God of second chances. God has a redemptive plan for every recalcitrant child of his. He will help you to recalculate your route, just like the GPS or Google Maps, you know, do. Uh, they, 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 They will help you to recalculate your route. There's no, you know, how far you may have gone that God cannot bring you back. There is room for repentance in the New Testament because of the redemptive blood of Christ. You know, in the Old Testament, for instance, the account of Esau, when he made that terrible blunder and misappropriated destiny and took a wrong decision, the Bible says in the, the Passion Translation of Hebrews chapter twelve, verse sixteen and seventeen, it says, "Be careful that no one among you lives in immorality." Hebrews twelve sixteen and seventeen, Passion Translation. That no one amongst you live in immorality, becoming careless about God's blessings. Like Esau, who traded away his right as the firstborn for a simple meal. And we know that later, later on, when he wanted to inherit the father's blessing, his father's blessing, he was turned away. Even though he begged for it, remember the scripture, well, Esau came in Genesis 25, says he, he begged his father, he said, bless me also my father. And his father said, it is finished. I gave all the blessing to Jacob. The Bible says here, in verse 17 of Hebrews chapter 12, the Bible says he begged for it with bitter tears, for it was too late. Uh, it was too late then to repent. It was too late then to repent. But in the New Testament, it's never too late to repent. Because of the sacrifice of Christ, never too late to repent. If you have missed your way, you walked out on someone that you're not supposed to work out on. You let a job, you know, because of anger and you just, you know, you couldn't measure to say, look, uh, can I manage my emotion better? Like we said last week, because this, this career path that I'm on is, 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 you know, it's a big deal. But what, what can you do when you have messed up? Is to, to go back to God and let him... Help you to recalculate your route. I pray for somebody that 2021, my God, will recalculate your route. My God will reorder your steps. My God will place you where you're supposed to be. Everyone who may have been misplaced in destiny will declare today that heaven will recalculate your route. My God puts you on the right path for the fulfillment of your destiny in the precious name of the Lord Jesus. In the New Testament, Jesus gave us an example in Luke 15 the story of the prodigal son. That it's possible for you to recalculate your route. The redemptive capacity of God can accommodate your shenanigans. That's what we're saying today. God can bring you back. Say amen, somebody. Glory be to Jesus. Luke 15, when you read from verse 17, the Bible talks about the prodigal son. It started out just, uh, you know, just messing around with the priority question. He asked for his, his, uh, his inheritance when he was not you know, mature enough to handle it. When it was not time for, for him to be claiming inheritance because he was supposed to claim inheritance after the father has passed. But he asked for his own inheritance now. He gave it to him. He went into a strange land, you know, lived the riotous life with, with, you know, with the miscreants of, 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 of the place. They just messing around, wasted all his resources. But at some point, the Bible says, when he came to his, himself, Luke 15 and verse 17, when the prodigal son came to himself, he said, uh, how many of my father's hired servants have bread enough to eat, and I perish with hunger, so that will I will arise and go to my father. And I will say to him, you practice his speech. Somebody, before you leave this service today, you need to practice a speech. A speech uh, uh, to, uh, to, to a spouse. A, uh, a speech to a mentor or a friend that you walked out on. A speech to your parent, A speech, you know, that will, will help you uh, to recalculate your route. So that will arise and go to my father. And I will say... To, to, to him. Father, I have sinned against you. I have sinned against heaven and before you. Uh, verse 19, it, it, it says, and I'm not no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. This guy just wanted a, a, you know, a lower level placement in his father's house. But in the New Testament is different, when we miss the priority question, when we misbehave, when we go astray, God in his redemptive capacity where the blood of Jesus, it brings us back. Look at uh, what, what happened in, in verse 20 there. Give me verse, verse 20. Uh, the Bible says, And he arose and came to his father, but when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. I pray for someone today the mercy of God, the compassion of Jehovah, you will see it in 2021. In every place where you have taken wrong decisions, where you have missed your steps, uh, uh, the God that we have been seeking the last 21 days, it will show up in your life. As you partake of the communion today, I see the hand of God come upon your life in a new dimension. This communion will help you recalculate your route. In the name of Jesus, my God will show up in your life like never before. If you're watching me from home and need to get communion materials together as we partake of the communion today, I see this communion brings restoration into your life. It's it's for restoration of destinies. Restoration of destinies, restoration in careers, restoration in business, restoration of homes in the name of Jesus. The grace that came upon that prodigal son is coming upon someone who has walked out on God's blessings, walked out on God's will. You are coming back this season in the name of the Lord Jesus. Somebody say, believing, in, amen. Glory be to God. Let's, let's, let's wrap this all up with a consecration question. A consecration question. Consecration question says, Is this the will of God for me? Is this the will of God for me? Now I needed to understand that the will of God is known through the scriptures and also through specific instructions from Him, from God. So we read the scriptures and God speaks to us. In other cases, you know, we just have a premonition of what God is saying. Uh, uh, we're well, listening to a message and God is speaking to us, like God has been speaking to some people as have been, you know, been preaching this message for, for, uh, for many minutes now. God has been speaking to you. Yeah. You will read an article and God will speak to you. You get a counsel for someone, from someone and God will speak to you. That's how we, 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 we understand what God is saying. The Holy Spirit breaks our heart. The Holy Spirit, uh, you know, convicts us. The Holy Spirit leads us. By his peace. When all that happens, how do you treat divine instruction? The consecration question says, is this the will of God? When you want to take a decision, do you ask the consecration question, which is, is this the will of God? Is this the will of God? And somebody, like I said, may be saying, how do I know if it's the will of God? Check the word of God. And then what is the Holy Spirit telling you? And then seek the opinion of trusted counselors who know God, and who understand the ways of God, they will be able to tell you what to do. Samuel, in uh, 1 Samuel 15, God sent him to Saul, the king of Israel. A man that God chose because a nation said they wanted a king. But he started to become so full of himself at some point. Samuel went to him and told him, God said you should go and Kill the Amalek, uh, the, the, go to Amalek and kill the Amalekites and work everything out because I want to visit my wrath on them because of the, the, the things they are done. That's 1 Samuel 15 when you read from verse 1 to 3. God's instruction was very plain. Now go and attack Amalek. Verse, verse 3 there. Go and attack Amalek and utterly destroy all they have and do not spare don't spare anything. Don't spare them. But kill both man and woman, infant and nursing child, ox and sheep, camel and donkey. God, you know, uh, the word that came to him, it was carefully crafted. Do this. Do that. Do this. Do that. But the Bible says, if you jump to verse nine, the Bible says, but Saul and the people. Jumping to verse 9, Say, Saul and the people spared Agag and the best of the sheep, the oxen, the fatlings, the lambs, and all that was good were, uh, were unwilling to utterly to destroy. They were unwilling to destroy all the good things. But look at this, look at that. The, the, that last part of the verse. But everything despised and worthless, that they utterly destroyed. So they carefully selected some great stuff. Even uh, Saul kept the king, Agag. I don't know whether I was doing collection of kings, you know, like some people collect coins, some people collect uh, painting and all that. And Saul just said, let me keep this king so that I will be looking at him like my painting, maybe like my trophy. You know, I went to this place. God told me to go. I just destroyed everything. But look at the king. I'm a king too, but he's like my servant right now. It's like a bit of pride or something. I don't know what, God, what Saul wanted to do with Agath. Just the, the kind of question we should ask somebody. Listen to me right now. What are you doing with that seemingly accursed thing around you? What are you doing, w- you know, with that habit? What are you still doing with that besetting habit, that besetting sin? What are you still doing with that destructive habit? Yeah. What are you still doing with that substance? That you are still romancing that substance? This is the time for you to answer the consecration question. Is this the will of God? This thing that is destroying your mind, destroying your body. Is this the will of God? Is it the will of God for you to still be keeping some anger or some malice? And you say in our family, you know, we, we get angry so easily. What? Bible says some have a form of godliness, but they deny the power. What about the power of God that delivers people from anger and other ne- negative emotions? But like so, you, you, you keep some, you destroy some. You keep some, you destroy some. That's not a consecrated life. A consecrated life says, take my life and let it be consecrated, Lord, to thee. I want to do your will. I want to do your purpose and that only. That only. What you want only. When Samuel got there, when Samuel got there, when you start to read from, from, from verse 13, when Samuel got there, Samuel said, Saul, so, what about all this?" You know, things that I'm seeing. God commanded you to do this and do that. But look at what you have done. Uh, if you go to verse 14 and 15, you see someone was saying, you know, what, about, uh, uh, what then is this bleating of sheep in my ears and the lowing of the oxen uh, which I hear? Uh, you know, when you meet people that you haven't seen in a while, Even the way they comport themselves, the way they speak and all that, you can see whether they are in alignment with God or not. Sometimes something in your spirit just tells you, there's something not okay with this person. So so Samuel was saying, look, I, I don't even have to talk too much, but I'm hearing things around you. I'm seeing things around you. Something suggests that you're out of divine alignment. Something suggests to me that you have not obeyed God completely. Samuel told him, God values obedience more than fat of rams. Because he said, uh, the people carried all these things because they want to come and sacrifice to the Lord, your God. You know, and the rest of the things were utterly destroyed, but we kept some to sacrifice to God. God said, "I I don't need that. I don't need that. I don't need all those things. Just obey me fully and live a consecrated life. And because of that, God rejected Saul. The Agag, the king that he was collecting and keeping, Samuel killed the child himself. What you refuse to do, some of that people would do it to the glory of God. May you not be the kind of person that God will replace in 2021. Because eventually, because of this, the Bible says Saul was rejected. And God told Samuel, don't want to after this guy again. Don't, don't, don't bother yourself. I've rejected him as king. And then God sent, by the next chapter, God sent Samuel to the house of Jesse. Go and find me a David, a man after my heart. Young, you know, chap, who would do my will, since this guy is now full of himself. When he was humble in his own sight, I brought him out, and I anointed him king over my people. But something has happened to him. Pride, that's what they call it. The Bible says God receives the proud and gives more grace to the humble. I pray for you today, that in 2021, pride will not take hold of your heart. Pride will not destroy your heart. Your decisions shall fall in line with God's will for your life. Receive grace to live that consecrated life in the name of Jesus. Please note this. You cannot receive divine endorsement outside of the revelation of God's word to you. Whatever God will endorse in your life, it has to be in line with what God has revealed to you. Saul wanted God to endorse his move, all the things he kept behind. But Samuel said, no, God doesn't endorse that. What God endorses is uh, obedience to revelation knowledge. Obedience to revelation knowledge. When you compare uh, what Jesus, what happened to Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane with what happened to Saul there in Luke 22 and verse 42, Jesus, when he had his own time to obey God fully, what he said in verse 42 of Luke 22, is, uh, the Bible says he was saying, Father, uh, if it is your will, take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. Consecration is about saying, not my will, but yours, Lord. Not my will, but yours, Lord. Uh, uh, to, to make a decision that will lead you to greater 2021. Pursue the will of God above every other thing. Above every other thing. Above every other thing. Lift your two hands with me today. I say, Father, I want to pursue your will this year above every other thing. I want to pursue your will this year above every other thing. I want my decisions to fall in line with your will. I want to be able to answer the consecration question perpetually as I take decisions. I want to be able to answer the priority question. I want to be able to answer the love question from time to time. I want to be able to answer the integrity question I want to do your will and your will alone in 2021 if that's the prayer of your heart today lift your two hands with me and say father i just want to do your will and your will alone in this year i want to do your will i want uh, uh regrets to be minimized in my life i want to be able to make great decisions decisions that will bring your glory uh to the end that i will not be rejected i will not be rejected uh, from your heart i will not be rejected from your kingdom Uh, in the name of the lord if somebody lift your two hands to jesus today and pray the prayer of david uh when he said create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me cast me not away from your presence O god and, and, and and renew a right spirit within me uh will you pray that prayer today and say father I just want my my decisions to fall in line with your will as I go into this new year. I want to make great decisions. I want to make great decisions. Make my decisions great decisions that will bring you glory and that will bring you praise in the name of Jesus. Wave your two hands to him and just bless him and just bless him and just bless him. Thank you, everlasting Father. Thank you, everlasting Father. Lord, we commit uh, everyone, we commend everyone to you today. We decree and declare uh, that the old Of foolishness, of the spirit of error, and of lying tongues. They are broken over the life of everyone uh, under this ministration. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we declare today that the steps of each person are ordered. We declare uh, great grace for great decisions great grace for great decisions in the name of the Lord Jesus great grace for great decisions are blessings that God has put in my heart today and I want to pronounce it over every one of that influence of this service in the name of the Lord Jesus I decree over you that uh, in 2021 you will enjoy the operation of the spirit of counsel in the name of the Lord Jesus that your decisions shall be accurate my God shall order your steps in the name of the Lord Jesus Isaiah chapter 30 and verse 20 he says though the Lord uh, permit you to suffer uh, the bread of affliction uh, 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 and, and all that he said but henceforth your teachers shall no longer be hidden from you yeah uh, he said your teachers will not be moved into a corner anymore, but your eyes will see your teachers. I pray for you that in 2021, your eyes will see your teachers. They shall no longer be hidden from you. You will enjoy the spirit of counsel. You will enjoy the spirit of might in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray for everyone under the influence of my voice right now, that divine wisdom is your portion in 2021. In the name of the Lord Jesus, the God who gave Solomon wisdom, uh, that made him to live above, you know, uh, everyone in his realm at the time. I pray that that same spirit of wisdom will rest upon you today. Wisdom, wisdom, wisdom that the enemy will not be able to gainsay or withstand. Wisdom that will make you triumph and make you excel in all endeavors of life in the name of Jesus. I also pray for someone today in the name of Jesus. No more cycles of bad decisions that lead to regrets no more cycles of bad decisions that lead to regret in your life in the name of jesus no more regrets no more cycles of bad decisions you know some people it looks like they're making progress and all of a sudden they make one bad decision and go back to square one or zero i pray for you that that will not be your portion in this new year the steps of a good man they are ordered by god the path of the just shines brighter and brighter i decree that your path will shine brighter it will shine brighter it will shine brighter brighter. in the name of Jesus no more cycles of, of bad decisions in your life in the name of Jesus receive grace for sound judgment sound judgment sound judgment my, my God gives you sound mind this year in the name of Jesus may your sense of judgment be sound in the name of the Lord Jesus when you when you when you get when you are at work you, you, your mind will be sound at home your decisions will be sound in the, within family your decisions will be sound in the name of the lord jesus i also pray for someone today that you will not be overtaken by a fault you will not be overtaken by bitterness you know hebrews 13 there the bible says uh, uh uh we should be careful let anyone be overtaken you know like 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 esau you will not be overtaken in the name of the lord jesus weariness will not uh cut you down to make bad decisions, Weariness of soul, weariness of mind, desperation, I break their hold over your life. Desperation will not cut you short from the will of God. Desperation will not lock you up in a corner in the name of the Lord Jesus. Someone, you will not take bad decisions because of desperation this year. In the name of the Lord Jesus, my God delivers you from every form of desperation in the name of Jesus we pray Last day today for everyone that influence of the, my voice I decree that the hold of stagnation is broken as you partake of the communion today we dedicate this communion to forward movement we dedicate it to speed and we decree that the hold of stagnation is broken over your life In the name of the Lord Jesus, we decree that 2021, there shall be forward movement in your life. Grace is released like never before and the hand of Jehovah continually rests upon you in the precious name of Jesus. Wave your hands, everybody. Celebrate Jesus today. Celebrate Jesus today. The Prince of Peace, uh, uh, the Prince of Peace has come to rest in your life and in your home this season. Wave your hands and just bless him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him and bless him in the precious name of Jesus. And it's time for us to partake of the communion. Wherever you are hearing the sound of my voice, I ask right now that you get something, uh, bread, biscuits, wafer, juice, uh, grape juice, orange juice, whatever is available to you. uh, uh, It's time to partake of the communion right now. And I'm gonna pray. As we pray today, we dedicate this communion. As we come to the end of our 21 day of fasting, we dedicate this communion. Uh, to forward movement, to speed, to sound mind, to the spirit of counsel, to divine wisdom, you will not be cut short in 2021. In the name of the Lord Jesus, your decisions shall be accurate. Uh, My God orders your steps to be at the right place at the right time with the right people. In the precious name of the Lord Jesus. We dedicate this communion to sound mind. In the name of Jesus, my God will remind you of these four questions that we have talked about. And they will guide you into making great decisions. Great decisions that will lead to a greater experience with God as he has promised us this year. In the precious name of Jesus. So Father, we thank you for the opportunity to partake of your table. We do this in remembrance of you today. We remember your sacrifice on the cross. Because of your sacrifice... We have a second chance with you. So we pray for anyone who may have been derailed. We decree and declare right now that they are restored, that the prodigal son, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we decree and declare that heaven smiles on anyone uh, who has. Been derailed by sin, by by iniquity, by bad decisions. We declare right now that the power of grace rests upon them as they partake of this communion. For anyone who may be sick as you partake of this communion today, the healing power that is in the blood of Jesus is released over you. His body was broken so that your own body will no longer be broken. So we release the power of God upon you for supernatural healing right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus as we partake of the blood of the Lamb, we decree that sins are washed away. We decree that habits disappear from your life. We decree and declare that whatever may have been taking you away from God, whatever uh, uh, negative programming that is destroying your home, destroying your business, we decree that curses are destroyed in the name of Jesus. We declare today by the power in the blood that you are redeemed. In the name of Jesus, from whatever may be taking you away from the path of destiny and of righteousness. And we declare right now that the hand of God comes upon you for triumph as you walk into the remaining days of 2021. You will return with testimonies. Demons shall be subject to you in the name of Jesus. You will enjoy clarity. The light of God will continually shine upon your path. You are walking in victory every day of 2021. Thank you, everlasting Father. So, Father, we bless every material set before everyone. We declare that this is your body that was broken for us and your blood that was shed for us. As we partake right now, let your power flow. Let your grace and your redemptive ability be seen in every life. Thank you for healings, for restorations, and we thank you. We bless your holy name. In Jesus' name. Please go ahead and partake. Father, we bless your name. And we give you glory and we give you praise as you partake of the communion with your families. Whatever you are hearing the sound of my voice, I want you to just lift your two hands to Jesus and just bless him. Lord, we thank you for the power of redemption. We thank you for the power of redemption let your grace flow over every home from where people are joining this service from upon children, upon adults we command a release of grace fresh new beginnings in every life in the name of Jesus let the pleasures of your presence be our portion in 2021 greater glory greater grace, greater mercy divine direction in the name of Jesus Thank you, everlasting Father. Will you put your hands together celebrate Jesus today? From wherever you're joining me, please put your hands together and celebrate Jesus. Celebrate Jesus. Celebrate Jesus. Praise God. Just before we bring this service to an end, can I pray for anyone who may be joining this service today and you're saying, uh, PG, I don't know Jesus as my Lord and personal Savior. Or you may be saying, I said that prayer before, but I backslid into sin. God is calling you back home. He has redeemed you, but He wants you to take a step. He wants you to take a step, which is to confess, which is to to return back to Him and do it intentionally. And it just takes saying a prayer. God will answer that prayer, and your life will never be the same again. So if you want to rededicate your life to Jesus, or maybe you've never said a prayer before, you want to give your life to Jesus, I want to pray with you right now. If you don't mind, can you put your right hand on your heart? And say this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I acknowledge that I'm a sinner. I need a savior. So I ask that you forgive me my sins. And that you cleanse me from every unrighteousness. Fill my heart with your spirit. And give me a new beginning from this moment forward. Say, I declare that I'm now born again. I'm a child of God. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Praise God. If you just said a prayer with me, I want to congratulate you. I want you to know that he who began this good work in you is able to perfect it. So I want to ask uh, that you go into the chat room uh, from whatever platform you're joining us from. Go into the chat room. Any opportunity to chat with us, you'll see uh, some some link that has been sent there by by our hospitality uh, team and I want you to embrace uh, those, those, those those links, let us know that you just gave your life to Christ. Just type it there, I just gave my life to Christ. I just gave my life to Christ. We want uh, the opportunity to interact with you. We have some downloadable gifts that we want to give you. If you don't mind, uh, please let us know that you just gave your life to Christ or just just copy the link in, in the chat room and uh, connect with us. We want uh, to, to you know just to be able to guide you and and disciple you, uh, albeit virtually, uh, to the end that God uh, will will continue to lead you, continue to guide you and continue to walk in your life. And you will start to understand the word of God uh, uh, a lot better. Uh, and the strength of God will preserve you in Jesus' precious name. Can we appreciate everyone who just made a decision today? God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Also, I want to welcome anyone who may be worshiping with us for the first time. It's your first time ever on getting on any of our platforms to be a part of our service. I want to welcome you very, very specially. If you don't mind, can you go into the chat room? Uh, let us know that you just, uh, you're just you just joining us for the first time. It's your first time. Let us know. Let us know that it's your first time. Uh, there that, that, that are things in the chat room or on the screen, or numbers that you, with which you can uh, WhatsApp us or send us an email so that we will be able to connect with you, uh, send us some more information about our church. Also have the opportunity to invite you to subsequent events of the Elevation Church that will be a blessing to you. We also would love to send you Uh, some downloadable gift uh, that will also be a blessing to you. So if you don't mind, let us know that it's your first time and God uh, will will, will bless you as you do so in Jesus' name. We will be able to interact with you and uh, uh, we trust God to use us to continually be a blessing to you. Please join us again and again and again. The Elevation Church has a mission, which is to make greatness common. We believe that in every man and every woman is a seed of greatness that God has planted. We believe that seed is also in you as a church. We want to partner with God to help you discover, uh, maximize and, uh, you know, and cause the gift that God has put in you uh, to evolve through you to, so that you can be a blessing to, to God and be a blessing to humanity. In Jesus' precious name. So we we'll look forward to having you join us again and again. And God will bless you as we do so. In Jesus' name. As we start to round off in the service, we never love to close a service without giving to God. Our giving is our worship. I want to encourage you, wherever you're joining the service from, it's time to give to God. I want you to... Uh, uh, Get your devices. Uh, there are many ways that we give at the Elevation Church, and it's now been displayed on your screen. Uh, if you're local to Nigeria, I wanted to use any of the three banks that has been displayed on your screen uh, to give. You can use the short code platform, USSD platform. You can use the wire transfer platform uh, just give. Uh, uh, I mean, just to be able to give, do your giving today. And if you're uh, international, you're outside of Nigeria, you can use uh, the web pay platform on our website, elevationengine.org slash giving, and you can also use the wire transfer details from GT Bank that is on the right-hand side of your screen. Now, as you give to God today, I want you to have it at the back of your mind uh, that God does not hold us. Uh, the Bible says, give and shall be given to you. Good measure, pressed together, uh, shaking together, and uh, running over. That's what God gives back to us. We cannot pay for good health. We cannot pay for sound mind. We cannot pay uh, for favor. But when we give, we worship. And God looks upon our offerings favorably. He honors our tithing and other percentage giving. He honors the support that we give to his kingdom. And then, it, it, you know, it lavishes its favor over us. That shall be your testimony this week in the name of Jesus. Can I pray over every giver and every giving today? Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for everyone honoring you with their substance today. Uh, we give it as a, as a worship. And we ask that you look upon our seeds favorably. Let the honor of the king be upon it. Lord, multiply every seed in everyone's life. Uh, let it return. Uh, as things that money can buy and things that money cannot buy. Let your hand of grace and favor shield and cover everyone. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for receiving our worship worship offering today. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Just a few announcements as we bring the service to a close. Preparations are in full gear, preparing for Exponential Conference 2021. Experiential Conference 2021, which is our pastors and leaders conference, pastors and church leaders conference that we've been holding annually. It's been a blessing uh, to many from different parts of the world. This year's Experiential Conference will hold on the 22nd, uh, Monday 22nd and Tuesday 23rd of February. It's going to be an online event which will start at 9 a.m. each day. The theme for this year's conference is the Resilient Church And speaking will be my pastor and mentor, uh, Pastor Sam Adeyemi, also my good friends, uh, Pastor Yemi Davids, uh, Pastor Jerry Aceh, and Pastor Conway Edwards, all the way from Plano, Texas, the pastor of One Community Church in Plano, Texas. He will also be joining us this year. We also have the pastor of Jesus House London, a mentor of mine, Pastor Agu Iruku, who will also be speaking, uh, an astute uh, um, strategist in this nation of Nigeria, uh, Mr. Leke uh the, the, the founder and principal of Order Consulting will also be speaking this year. My wife and I will also be joining this lineup of speakers. It promises to be a really, really powerful experience. And I want you uh, to, to register, uh, advise a church leader to register, bring someone in, register for people. It's free registration. And uh, uh, if you can support someone, uh, a pastor, a minister, a church leader to get data to be a part of this experience, that will be a huge contribution that you're making to encourage them this year. So whether they are in a different country, uh, in West Africa or around Africa or in Europe, please let people know about this event and get them to register. If you live in Nigeria, please encourage someone by helping them to register and making maybe data free for them for the two days for them to be able to enjoy the event. Lastly today, I wanted to be a part of our small groups, uh, that we're launching from today. We're launching a new semester uh, for small groups at the Elevation Church from today. Our small group uh, now has changed to become a community, of, of uh, an interest-based community where friends come together who are on the same pathway to destiny. We have uh, seven categorization in the areas of, of spiritual life. Uh, people are interested in things around ministry and spiritual life, people are interested uh, in things around family, children, marriage, and all that. People who want to have gender-based small groups, or single ladies coming together, or married men coming together uh, to be in a small group. People who, want to, who are interested in career or business. Uh, so you're an accountant, you want to be in a small group with other accountants, uh, we've we, we got you covered. Uh, you, you're in a particular line of business, and you want to be in a small group with people in that line of business, we've got you covered as well. You can as well register your interest, to even to leave, lead the small group, and we'll guide you and train you through it. And especially, I want to ask that we pay attention to the governance and politics small groups. Uh, It's time for us to take charge of governance and politics in our nation. And I'm asking that we consider being a part of that small group as well. Also, arts and entertainment, uh, you know, uh, entertainment media is another area that Christians need to take charge of. So if you are in that space or you are interested, you want to know more or you just want to roll with people who are either you know, entertainers or then the media we have small groups that you should join. So I wanted to go uh, uh, to our website to get more information uh, 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 about the small group or also send us an email small groups at elevationengine.org and we'll be able to hook you up and set you up to be a part of your preferred small group God bless you have a very very fantastic week and I commend you to God that the rest of 2021 uh, the months ahead will bring fatness into your life you will dwell in well watered gardens the name of Jesus will be glorified in your life in the precious name of the Lord Jesus God bless you and have a fantastic week uh, please stay tuned for the payoff and other announcement. God bless you.
1: We believe you had a great time at service today. We'd really like to encourage you to subscribe and follow us on our social media channels at ElevationNG so that you can get alerts and updates about all our events. Please note that our online prayers will continue from Monday to Saturday at 6 a.m. only on Zoom and MixLR. We encourage you to keep joining us, keep inviting your friends, and keep your prayer altar alive throughout the year. Come Saturday, 30th January, our Business and Economic Outlook event, Vantage Forum, will hold online from 9 a.m. We hope that you are registered to attend. Kindly book your seats if you haven't via elevationng.org forward slash VantageForum. Once again, the event is absolutely free, but you need to register. Get ready to hear from speakers such as Mr. Bismarck Rewani, Juliet Ehimwan, Mr. Kunle Sharion, Mrs. Funke Amobi, and of course the host, Godman Akinlabi. Every leader and business owner should definitely make plans to be a part of this event. Also this Saturday, our next membership class will hold online at 8am. To become a registered member of the Elevation Church, please register via the link now being displayed on the screen. For inquiries, please send an email to info at elevationng.org. My name is Sunday Aubon, I'm a tech graduate and also a tech
0: registrar. My experience in Tech-I, remember the first day I got into tech building, felt like I was going back for my second degree. He told me there, there is 100 level to 600 level and then I get to write the test, graduate to the next class and at the end of everything, I get to get a certificate at the end of the day. So, and the facilitators, wow, they were just awesome. God used great men and women to impact on my life. Teachings that that if I were to go to university to learn these courses, it would have cost me a ham and a leg, but God gave it to me free of charge through these men and women. I got to meet a lot of people. And the knowledge I gained there, I'm still applying it even in service in church and outside the church. I really thank God for the opportunity you gave
1: me. Thank you. You've heard it. If you'd like to join the tech workforce, please note that classes resume in February with two classes. Classes are online and will hold from 8 a.m. on Saturday. Batch one will be on the first and second Saturday, while batch two will be on the third and first Saturday of the same month. Please click on the link now being displayed to register for the respective level. If you've got a new bundle of joy, that's a baby, our next baby dedication will hold online on Sunday, 7th February at 2 p.m. prompt. The link to register is now being displayed.
0: Visit our resource center for messages from various teaching series, books by a lead pastor, branded Quetta T-shirts, and 10th anniversary T-shirts and hoodies. You can also order online by visiting elevationng.org/resources. Hurry now.
1: Join our online community today by simply visiting onlinechurch.elevationng.org to engage with people, get counsel, pray and make friends. And that's not all, you can also join a small group by sending an email to smallgroups@elevationng.org. It's a great year to get guidance, especially with your goals, dreams and those bold decisions. Our counseling team is ready to help you with that and you can contact them through any of the numbers now showing on the screen. Or you can simply send an email to counseling at elevationng.org. We are available if you need to reach us any time during the week. Just send an email to info at elevationng.org or place a call to 0700-ELEVATE. That's 0700-353-8283. Remember, God has prepared greater things for you this year. Receive it and be blessed. Have a great week ahead. God bless you.